Hi everyone, this is Ray again of the Fashion Pulpit. Um, for this episode, I'm particularly excited because we have Gen Z guest who will be talking about pre-love, swapping. Um, I can't wait to hear their insights and what they think about pre-love. So we have you guys um, introduce first yourselves and I think what else, what do you do? Okay, so I'm Julia. I'm 19. Um, I used to work for the fashion pulpit, and now I'm just waiting for uni to start. Wow. Um, I'm Pammy. I'm 21 this year, uh, and I, embarrassingly, run an Instagram account where I talk about the environment called Little Earth Girl. Cool. <laughs> I'm Iris. I'm a student. I'm currently studying fashion design. But yeah. How old are yeah. you? Oh yes, I'm 19. Right, cool. <laughs> so old suddenly. Stop it. <laughs> okay, so um, I guess we all agree that we all grew up in the fast fashion era. So um, coming with that um, um, era, how did you guys find out that fashion is actually one of the most polluting industry? And after that, what did you do? Like, what was that transition like? Okay, so like for me, I feel like there wasn't one big moment. I feel like I was always aware, but I was electing to ignore the fact that it was very damaging because I was like, you know what, all industries like pollute and because of like overproduction, like all industries are the same. But then um, I had this PW project, which is like an A-level subject that's a year long. So basically you're supposed to come up with a solution for a problem. So for my group, we did sustainable fashion because fashion has always been something that's like really important to me. So when we did it, like because I really had to research like the impacts of fast fashion to find a good solution for it, um, I realized genuinely how bad it was. That like oh, it's one of the like second second biggest like pollution of water, for example, and it's caused like so many like social issues in addition to environmental issues. And then it was a really like tough realization to come to, cause um. I was like, am I going to have to transition to a wardrobe where I wear the same organic cotton t-shirt for every day of my life? <laughs> and, um, yeah. So it was really hard to like come to that realization and then work on it. But like over time it got a lot easier. Like I discovered different ways around it. For example, like the fashion pulpit, obviously. <laughs> um, thrifting, like carousel, like nice stuff from life. So yeah, it got a lot easier over time. But at first it was really difficult to reconcile like my love for fashion with mm -hmm. the environmental effects. Right. Like for you, Tammy, like how old were you when you discovered that like shit, I love oh fashion, gosh. but oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um and I need to do something. I mean, I realized it one year ago, so like, it was like when I was 20, like, I grew up being able to afford a lot of like fast fashion, right. and like a lot of it, you know, like too much of it. And mm -hmm. like, I would always do like monthly like trips with my mom to like go to fast fashion, like hit every single fast fashion store up and like buy what I want. So you were that person? I was that person, yeah. But I mean like not as extreme, I think less extreme than more regular person but like still like I did it monthly and it was quite bad um, how I got into it was I was looking for an internship actually um, and I was like oh I want to do something meaningful and then I was like oh fashion sounds cool and then I read up like on cool fashion stuff and suddenly this sustainable fashion thing just popped out of nowhere on the internet thanks Google yes. um, not sponsored <laughs> but yeah like I, I found it online and then I was like I found Metaprint that was right. where it, it started and I watched True Cost and then it was just like, oh my god, yeah. 
that was like the horrific realization that I was literally like mm -hmm. exploiting people for like my consumerism. Right. So I was like, ah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, for me, um, like like the True Cost documentary was actually shown to me like in school actually, which I'm very thankful about. Oh, that's about. good. Yeah, because okay. we all should, especially as fashion students, we should all be educated mm -hmm. about it. And then after watching that, like um, after that, I was like. I was like very devastated because I love fashion. I mean, I totally love fashion, and I would shop like you also very often. But then after watching that documentary, obviously I have to find another way. So whenever I go to fast fashion brands now, like I find myself like much much easier to resist buying, you know. And yeah, right. and from then I totally changed my shopping habits ever since. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yes. So I think we both. I mean, we all agree <laughs> that fashion is something that is. Um, part of our daily lives mm -hmm. and an industry that it's so powerful that you know um, it speaks whoever we are without saying a single word by just mm -hmm. dressing up and with that with that kind of concept of like I want to dress up who I am um, was it restricting you to be that because of those ideas that you know already what's happening in the fashion industry and how did you um, somehow find that solution to express yourself still but in a responsible way. I want to start. I think like okay. for me, like I actually enjoyed fashion a lot more after I yeah. really yeah, yeah I really yeah. did yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I first so when I was with the whole like fast fashion thing, I was like searching for trends and like I was wearing what my friends thought was cool and I was always like okay like this is cool. I mean I guess and I just wore it. I didn't really think about what I was wearing like in the sense of like style or whatever. I just wear this like a shorts and like a shirt you know mm -hmm. and then like any variation of that sort of thing. Um, and I wasn't very experimental, so I was very much like my style was determined by how much how people were dressing around me. And then when I started thrifting and when I started swapping and things like that, right? Like, um, I actually was a lot more experimental and tried to look for my style. Like, I mm -hmm. went through like different sorts of like phases where I was like, oh, for a period of time I was like into like crop tops and I was into like long sleeve and I was like, okay, what kind of like style am I looking for? And then through it was through like this whole really like being forced to search for clothing that is not in a store and neatly organized for me, helped me sort of like really figure out what kind of fashion style I really enjoy. Wow. Yeah. So I really enjoy fashion a lot more. And like now I feel like when I go and like when I go thrift shopping or like swapping, you know, I'm a lot more intentional about the way I shop and like picking up pieces that I really love. And like I feel like. Overall, I've like liked my wardrobe a lot more. Yeah, now. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, would it would it be safe to say like, because when you're following trends, you tend to copy whatever is on Instagram or whoever you're following. But when you became more aware, it was more of like you exploring. Yeah. Who you want to be in terms of like dressing up. Yeah. Or was it the same thing? Okay, so for me, actually, it's the complete opposite, but still a good thing. So what, okay. what for me, what happened was like, because I discovered swapping, so this is a thing that's unique to TFP, right? So you can like get a piece of clothing and then like you can wear it once and you can return it and then get something else. Right. And like you don't have additional cost for that. So it's basically like, I have like infinite money in terms of this, um, in, in terms of like TFP points. And it's just like, it really feels good to be able to change your wardrobe very, very often without having like, a massive like environmental and like right. personal um, monetary cost so a lot of the stuff like I wear once or twice and I bring it back in and I change it for something else and it's just been really good for my wardrobe really good for my Instagram <laughs> just saying yeah okay cool and how about the iris for me like um I went to figure out swapping and I mean I've been thrift 
thrifting even before um, right. I, I even before I found out about the effects of like fast fashion or anything. So for me, it really worked out in my favor because I mean my kind of style is really like vintage looking or old school kind of style. And with swapping, we have a, a range of group of age groups, you know. So we have like maybe the older generation passing down their stuff to right. us. So like for that, it's really helpful for me because I really love old stuff rather than the current. So it it was like much easier for me um, mm -hmm. to like get stuff uh, for myself because fast fashion obviously they are up with the times mm -hmm. which is really not kind of my kind of aesthetic so I think right. it really kind of worked out in my favor so I am still stylish yet trying to be sustainable at the same time so yeah yeah cool so I guess what I'm saying the pattern here is you move to pre-love or second hand as we call it mm -hmm. um, for you to be sustainable right yeah. But of course, growing up, you have that negative um, assumption of what secondhand is, right? I mean, we all do, especially living in Asia. Mm -hmm. So how did you came about or like, you know, accepting it or what was that kind of um, realization that like, hey, there's nothing wrong actually with secondhand. Why would people label it that way? Okay, like for me, it actually feels better to buy secondhand than firsthand because it has a story behind it. Like I'm really big on like stories behind clothing <laughs> and like it feels really cool that someone else bought it before me and like I always find myself wondering like, okay, so who is the person who brought this piece into the store? And like it just feels very nice to have like a continuation of that story. Right. Like I'm the second person to use this or like the third or the fourth. And it feels like, a, I feel a sense of like continuity and like bond with the people who wore it before me. And actually, connection. like, yeah, I feel a connection to the people who are before me. So, like, so creepy, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. But yeah, so having that story behind it really makes secondhand cooler than firsthand to me. So it was never really an issue of like, oh, secondhand is like bad. Right. Yeah. But were you like concerned of like hygiene and? Oh no, I'm disgusting. <laughs> like I'm cheap and I'm disgusting, so it's great. Like, no, they like, don't yeah. put it that way. That's a bad example. No, this is good. But, but generally, secondhand you is not disgusting. Right? Okay, yeah, secondhand is not disgusting. <laughs> this is from TFP and it looks great. Yes. <laughs> it's clean. Right, but for you, was it also that kind of easy, oh or gosh. were your parents of like? Tiny no. <laughs> yeah, my mom my mom was very like she was like, You're gonna buy secondhand clothes. Mm. Like that's secondhand. Are you sure it's clean? Mm. And I was like, Yes, mom, I washed it. That makes it clean. Like <laughs> stuff doesn't stay on the shirt after you wash it. Right. That's what washing is for. Right. And like I think my, my mom especially, like my mom and my grandmother, like they both I mean they grew up not in a place a place of privilege. So I grew right. up in a very privileged like position unlike my my previous generations, right? And so for them, it's like affording first-hand clothes is a luxury, and right. it should be a luxury. And therefore, buying second-hand is like, why would you do that? Like, that's not like that's not cool, or like you know, like why would you like do something that is not as luxurious, you know, um, when you have the option to be right. luxurious? And like, I think part of that for me also was like, I. I kind of thought secondhand was like dirty at first, like because all my experience had was just like thrifting, like mm -hmm. in like you know Salvation Army and stuff like that, and like that can be kind of dingy. Like I'm not gonna like kind of <laughs> dingy. <laughs> um, but then like when I began to kind of bring it back, wash it, wear it, and then like I would be like, "Mom, this is secondhand." She'd be like, "Oh, that's nice," or like, or sometimes she'll be like. 
I will like walk out in like my nice new secondhand clothes, new secondhand clothes, and she'll be like, "Oh, Tammy, look nice today." I'm like, "Yeah, it's secondhand." <laughs> and she'll be like, and over time, her opinion of it changed. Right. So it really was like just by wearing more and more like secondhand clothing, just being like, "This is secondhand," and like it looks nice. She was like, her really like her mindset just completely changed, and it was like, I'm lucky because she never really like. Believe in a whole like yeah yeah she was never like don't go to the thrift store like I mean honestly we're adults lah like mm-hmm. we can do what we want <laughs> and like even if she was like no I would just go anyway like yeah like it's not a big deal you know it's not like the worst thing in the world you could do mm-hmm. that I was doing like buying first hand <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well um, my parents have never really mind what what I buy or anything because I think they they do trust me in what I buy I think so um. For thrifting, I I think it's like I don't find it secondhand. I really don't like the word secondhand. I feel like right. I think it's new to me because I didn't have this before. New. So this is like new to me. You know <laughs> what I mean? So about the hygiene stuff, like like you said, just just wash it and yeah, just, just wash it. I mean, when you get firsthand items, so people still try it, like in the in the clothing. Oh, yeah, yeah just exactly. Just that it's with a tag, so mm-hmm. and you can actually still find brand new items with tag yeah. at oh thrift stores. Love it. So with you being um, a pre-love or second-hand lover, um, and obviously in Singapore it's not um, there yet. It's not established mm-hmm. the, the second-hand culture yet. So was it challenging for you to make it as the first alternative in getting new to you clothes since it's not that um, mainstream yet? Was it like restricting, or you just go overseas and find something? I'm not a really big fan of how thrifting is in Singapore because um no because um because myself because firstly like the options are few and far between like they're very geographically far from each other if we're looking at the big thrift Seriously, stores Singapore yes like genuinely and some of them are kind of hard to find especially like the older ones and like not at like um, Lucky Plaza like we're, we're talking about like the like new to you and stuff like that like personally it's kind of out of the way for me and also because um. I don't agree entirely with the ethics of some like um, thrift stores. For example, like Salvation Army. Like I have a personal kind of like beef with them because mm-hmm. they like um, they have a history of like homophobia and conversion therapy. So like I found it very hard to reconcile that belief with like my environmentalism. And I'm like, while I'm doing something, I'm also supporting something bad. So like I was having like a lot of issues with that. So um, when I do thrift, like. I go to like when I'm in Japan, I like to go to like Shimokitazawa. It's like this district with a lot of like fancier thrift stores. And of course I go to TFP because I love it. <laughs> so yeah, it's not really that big of an issue for me right now because like TFP really suits a lot of the needs that I have and like a lot of concerns that I have with um, thrift stores in Singapore have been like completely resolved by TFP. I'm not paid to say I just like we, it. We promise she's not paid. Yeah. Not sponsored. <laughs> you should everything you do is basically sponsored. Everyone is TFP. Yeah. My Instagram always TFP. Yeah. Take a shot every time she says it. Okay, for Tammy, how was that experience like? I think that, like, for me, I enjoyed, I actually really enjoyed Singapore thrift. Like, I think people shit on it too much. Can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, really, really, I think it's it's better than people think it is. Like, mm-hmm. New to You is not that bad. Like, it's yeah, really yeah. not that bad. They yeah, have yeah. bazaars like twice a year. Also paid by New also, <laughs> <not> <laughs> I wish I was those sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> <word out. laughs> sponsor um, yeah, it's like two, like two bazaars twice a year, and like, they have like, Sunday sales where like, they I think they expand the area and stuff, and it's honestly like, 
I mean, it's a little small, but there are like a huge volume of food there. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, if you don't mind like going to Lucky Plaza and like really like looking through the stuff, like I think it's not as bad as people think it is. Um, and especially now with TFP also, like that's so much better, right? Um, and for me, like being the first person in like my friend group to really pick up thrifting was very like, it was a great experience because like, I think I started having a style that was very different from a lot of my friends. Mm -hmm. Like I think the vintage thing is coming back, which is good for me and good for everyone who thrifts also. But mm -hmm. like, like when it came back and then now that I like have a lot of vintage clothes in my wardrobe, like I wear it all the time and I can be like, oh my god, it's thrifted, it's secondhand, it's mm -hmm. pre-loved. And then mm -hmm. everyone will be like, oh, it looks nice, I want to get it too. And I'm like, I'll bring you. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It, it, it's, it's a good thing for me, I think. Like I think people like pay more attention to what I wear now because I'm like different. More yeah, story. Yeah. 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 And I'll be like, oh, you know, I got it at this, this, this place, like digging through this, this, this stuff for this, this, this many hours. Yeah, so I, I enjoy it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, I just find the three stores in Singapore like very small. Mm -hmm. I like, um, and actually, for for once, for school, we I actually volunteer um, to work at Lucky Plaza to like yeah. have our MC for a day, like three store, how like the crowd is nice. like. So I did interview like the person in charge of like the three store. Um, so uh, and then I asked like, where do you actually get these clothes from? So apparently they actually bought it overseas. So I think that was that's like kind of sad because um, I think I think we Singaporeans also have a lot of like um, clothes that we would like to dispose of, right. you know. So like um, I think we should have like much more sweet stores or much more people who would like to take it and actually have more basically have more stores that would have these kind of services you know and so that we singaporeans can actually buy clothing from us singaporeans you know rather than like overseas yeah. yeah so yeah that, that was like very interesting to me so i want to pick up some points from julia but i'll go first for um with tani um you've mentioned that you were the first one who did thrifting or pre-love among your friends. So, um, what what was it like when you mm -hmm. are the first one in your group? And and are they converts now? Like, do you have the same? <laughs> I yeah. Um. Uh, unfortunately, I wish I could say I converted every single one of my friends. But the reality is that like. They just don't want to put in the effort. Right. Like they, I, Singaporeans just generally they value convenience too much yeah. to yeah. go all the way to the store as they did. And mm -hmm. like I think that's not really something you can blame them for because mm -hmm. you know we don't have time for anything, much right. less like digging through piles of clothing and finding that one gem. Um, so I think too for much. for them like it's it's just too much of a hassle mm -hmm. even if they see that the clothes are nice. So I really like encourage like people to like get secondhand online as much as possible mm. or like TFP you know there's a lot more curated and like easy for them to you know like you don't have to dig and like it's a yeah. pleasurable shopping experience I think people don't want to like sacrifice that like mm. their comfort when it comes to shopping um, so that's yeah but I mean just generally, I think my cool factor increased. <laughs> like, which yeah. if anybody out there wants to, um, wants to know that's cool. worth the effort. Yeah, yeah. want to be cool, thrift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that could be a good like, yeah. yeah, oh my god. Yeah. 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 It's so much more unique now. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Like, I think people people see me as more cool, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It, it really, I think, like, when you when you start, like, having a different style and you start exploring your own style with, like, secondhand fashion, I think, like, people find it cool. Um, but yeah. you also started a swapping or a thrifting shop yeah, in your school, yeah, right? So 
was it like so did it increase yeah. the the like nets of drifting or pre-love among your community actually i think yeah as in because the scale at which we did it was pretty big like we right. went really hard with yeah. like social media promotions and like yeah screaming at everyone to come to our thrift store and people had the first experience of curated thrifting at our school wow. thrift store and it was very much like for them it was like oh my gosh like second hand doesn't look that bad and we were like see see we told you and then a lot of people afterwards told me like oh they're not, not more interested in second hand fashion like where do i go and like how do i start like this whole journey and i'm like okay great um and then now i actually see people who who first bought at our thrift store now actually going to thrift like on their own which is great. Um, I think it really helps when you. I mean, now we don't do it anymore because it's so exhausting, and mm-hmm. you really realize how many clothes people have in their closets. Mm-hmm. But like, um, I think it really helps just like initiating a swap amongst your own friends, like a small version of a swap to get them interested in like secondhand fashion, and then like using that as a lead, like a as a entryway into getting them to thrift more or like swap. You know, just being like. If you can, if you can have enough energy to, you know, organize it, maybe a holiday swap or something, like when you're on right. summer break or in winter break or something, just get your shit together and, and <laughs> organize a swap. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was looking at my Instagram the other day with Ray, and then I was flipping through like each picture, and I was like, every single thing I've worn in the past like five months on my Instagram is from TFT except for like one piece. <laughs> just like wow. So yeah, and you brought a couple of friends to Yeah, definitely. Brand. They're members yeah, now. You're welcome, they? Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You were they like, yes, we're gonna do it right away, or it was just like also a gradual process. No, it was them. really very slow. Like basically it only happened after I quit for some reason. I guess they don't <laughs> wanna see me around or something. But yeah, my friends only started becoming members after I finished because like it took a while to convince them that like, oh the membership the membership fee is like totally worth it. And that like, oh, it's not a scam, you're gonna get like exactly what you deserve for the clothing you bring in. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So I think I also would want to touch base on the consumption in general, because you've mentioned it a while ago that um, you also just don't consider what the company is about the environmental aspect, but also the philosophy behind that, because there's a recent study that baby boomers and part of the early millennials are buying because um, for two reasons, the price and desire but it's slowly changing now to the value. So they prefer companies who stands for something, then they will buy. Is it the same thing with you guys when you like first became aware of what's happening in the fashion industry and then it just like grew over to the other um, items that you buy now? Yay! <laughs> um, for me, like, I definitely do consider the philosophy of companies, but I want to say something that's like a bit, like, it, it's a bit, um, it's a tangent. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's very difficult to, like, consider the philosophy when you're buying things because of how much, like, marketing distorts, like, the actual truth. So basically, like, a lot of brands now have, like, a conscious line or, like, a like an environmentally friendly line. And basically, they're like, oh, we're, like, good now. Like, you can buy yeah. from us now because we're so yeah. woke. But, like, <laughs> the truth is that, like, they never stop, like, overproducing. And a lot of the stuff that they do is still, like, objectively terrible. But because, of the, because terrible. of the branding, like, people flock to them because they're like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to support something good. So yeah. it's kind of a really, it's a tightrope kind of situation. Like, mm-hmm. it's really very difficult to do it 100% correct like right. it's really a trial and error thing yeah. but is it the first consideration that you um, would have in mind first before like I need a 
let's say for example i want to buy a bag mm -hmm. and then um, your first consideration would be the companies that are more leaning to the value system that you believe in or just the function and the design yeah definitely like i definitely feel that um uh, brand philosophy and like their their driving motive behind like creating the pieces that they do is more important to me than like price because if i'm gonna buy something that's gonna last me a long time like i don't mind paying a bit more for yeah. a company that's gonna be worth it I think it's important to first acknowledge that like these pieces with a story usually are on the more expensive side. Yeah. yeah. It is like mm. it is the case. Um, but I also think that while acknowledging that it's important to realize why it is so. Because like brands that like care about the environment, brands that care about humans also will have to pay like more right. to be able to care. And we are so used to brands who don't care and therefore we're used to cheap clothing mm. so like really i think for me it's like thinking about i have x amount of money do i want to buy a lot of clothing that are poorly made and that exploit the environment and humans who right. make it or do i want to like buy less and buy better and to me it's always like really about buying better and like i think when i i mean it's also a very few good thing which is like sometimes people say it's not a good thing but i think it's a good thing like it does affirm myself like when I buy something that is like good for the environment good for people right so like artisanal brands for example like it's the only first hand item that I will buy because I feel like it's worth like supporting brands who are doing good mm -hmm. so like for me it's like even if it's slightly more expensive I'm like okay like I have been buying a lot less than I usually buy so which means I've like accumulated this amount of money which okay maybe some people say it doesn't make sense financially but in my head it does <laughs> It's like if I save this amount of money from buying, like without buying from fast fashion brands, I will like spend that money on a company that has good values and that I align myself with. And it's definitely like I've completely, like after watching the true cost, I think I just flipped. Like I was like, I can't buy anything that isn't like solidly ethical now. Right. If it's new, lah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I completely agree with him. I think mine is totally similar to yours, you know, because. Um, like between um, the value of a company or price um, mm. about the pricing I think um, after after this after changing my uh, shopping habits I totally go for like the value of company you know whenever I'm looking for something um, like um, because I, I think it's also it's like the story also like when people ask oh my god I love your bag like mm. when then you also kind of promote the brand you kind of promote like sustainability so at the same time it's it's more of like what you do up like afterwards you know mm, after you buy the buying. item yeah rather than like oh i got this something cheap oh i can wear h&m like oh my god let's go you know what i mean and also about the uniqueness of the item like artisanal items usually they don't make in large quantities so mm. like um it's, it's, it's yeah correct so it's like one of a kind unique which is also like adds um the interesting fact about the item that you just bought that's why i always go for like the bed yeah rather than price i oh. see it with my friends though i think like people now also want to put in like Gen Z generally mm. I think people are looking I think it's also because we are more aware of issues in the world generally right. yeah. I think like it's I mean people say that like, information overload is a bad thing living in a digital age is mm -hmm. a bad thing mm -hmm. but I think that really made us a lot more aware of how much wrong we're doing as a society mm -hmm. and as a result we are doing better and I would say like confidently that Gen Z is a lot more like value oriented than like previous generations which is not to say like it's not it's not previous generation's fault for doing that it's just that they were not ever aware right. yeah. and they were just it was just moving so fast and progressing so fast that they didn't realize that they were 
doing all these wrong things. But now we have the chance to do it yeah, right. right. Yes, yes. do it right. right. So with, on that note, so this is going to be my last question, sadly. <laughs> we know that we love talking, but um, <laughs> what, what would be like your hope for the future in terms of like, okay, fashion, since we're in, in this space, and also in general, like in businesses and in, in your friends? Like, how do you think we can move forward in a faster way and efficient way? Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, go first. okay, okay, maybe I'll go first. Um, since I'm still currently still studying, like in a fashion school, obviously, um, what I think what I can, my part in taking, doing this is, I think I'll try to um, use, um, instead of buying new fabrics, I'll go for like um, upside, like recycled fabrics instead. Mm-hmm. And then as I'm doing my work, like usually my, uh, my friends will actually see what I'm doing. You know, like, oh, they'll actually go and buy a lot of fabrics while I'll be using a different kind of fabric. So I think that will pop the question in their heads, like, oh my God, what is Iris doing? You yeah. know, so <laughs> I, 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 I do it. Yeah, so it's like, oh my God, she's not using new fabric. Like, you know, I mean, um, I, th- I, think, I think that will pop the question, you know, like among my peers, like, um, oh my gosh, she's doing something different. Like, what is she trying to do? What is Iris trying to say? You know, um, I think I can, I, that is what I can do, like, among my peers, you know. And obviously, um, maybe if it, it gets more attention, I hope more of my friends are doing such things. Because after all, we do want to be part of this fashion industry, you know. It's just how, like, moving forward, we can be much more sustainable or be more ethical about it, you know, rather than, like, just, you know, just because we love something doesn't mean we have to. Um, like do it the wrong way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to find ways to still be able to do what we love, but in a more ethical way. So I think that that's what I'll be doing, like in my school, among my peers, to actually like encourage them more to be more sustainable in what they do in the project. Right? Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. So for me personally, like I feel the need to mention that, like, um, in order for large scale change to happen, like governments and corporations have to act. Yeah, like said. I feel <laughs> because of. <laughs> has been dominated by our personal consumer experiences right, yes. but I feel like so much weight Bridget is put Julia. on consumers <laughs> to do the right thing and like while we definitely should and I'm not saying like oh stop using metal straw stop buying like second hand okay. clothing um, we need to pressure governments to act on like because <laughs> 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 the current system promotes short term profit over mm-hmm. long term like um, yeah long term mm-hmm. gain and long term like pro- uh, protection of our resources so what really has to happen is that governments have to step up in order to create the future that we want to create. Oh my yeah. god. Um, <laughs> I think yeah, I think I was I was gonna actually mention that and, and I think that's it's good that Julia mentioned that is that like um, a lot of our choices um, are determined by forces that are bigger than us mm-hmm. because we live in a very capitalistic system. <laughs> and yeah, that, I mean the world, yeah. that's how it operates now. Like exactly. we, we um, define the GDP based from like, you know, Gross. those, yeah, exactly, which yeah. needs to change. But anyway, yeah. continue what you're saying. <laughs> um, I think we really need to recognize that like as a society, I mean, we are, I mean, okay, let me just, let me just put it out there. We are going into a very unstable climate and like we are really exploiting a lot of our resources, a lot of people around the world and like humanity as we know it is going to like collapse like a society is going to collapse humanity is going to go extinct the question is like while all this is happening and while we know that the end is coming right like are we still are we not going to do better are we not going to try to do better like i think a lot of people argue that and say that like 
oh, the world's gonna end anyway, so why bother? Let's just buy as much fast fashion as right. possible and just like be happy. I'm like, can you really say that you're happy? Like at the end of it, when the world is ending, we're right before your eyes. Are you really gonna be like, I'm so glad I did all those things? Yeah. Or do you wanna be so like, I was part of it? Yeah, yeah. or do you wanna be like, I tried, I was yeah. the change, I really, my choices represented a change that I wanted better, that I wanted humanity to do better. And I think that's what we really need to come together to do. It's yeah. like, really do better in the face of like, this, all this scary stuff happening in front of us, you know, and I, I think it feels like it, it feels like a very small choice that you can make and obviously you should be targeting corporations and governments, right, but on the day-to-day you also need to really make meaningful choices that represent your values and what you want in the future, right, because if not us, then like who? Yeah, right? that is so true. Cool, so um, before we end, um, tell us where we can follow you and what else you do, <laughs> right, because like obviously you have also platforms that is challenging the conventional way of thinking at the same time uh, promoting something that you believe in strongly. Right, so um, I'm Jula. I'm Stafal Food on Instagram. Food. <laughs> um, I would also like to plug the NGO I work for. Like, I don't really, like, I write for them. So they're Wash in Southeast Asia. They focus on sanitation, hygiene, and <laughs> capacity building in like multiple Southeast Asian countries. So if you're interested in that, check it out. All those big words. <laughs> so jargon. on Instagram so little of go if you want to follow um, I guess I deal with a lot of these like bigger questions now um, and try to like educate people on what they can do especially in the Singaporean context um, but on the side I also work at Green is a New Black yeah, <laughs> yes which we, we also love love. Green is a New yeah. Black <laughs> um, and it's a lifestyle media platform and we also have a festival coming up in November so yeah. come to that um, <laughs> and check out all like the conscious brands and brands who are doing good because we should support them yes. <laughs> yeah I don't have any plugs in, so I'm just gonna plug in the fashion topic. <laughs> since I am since I am working there, so uh, you can find me and Ray at the fashion topic, and you can follow us on Instagram, Instagram. at the fashion topic. Yeah, Give fashion topic a chance. <laughs> not tried it yet. Awesome! Thank you so much for your time and yeah. for a very insightful conversation. And hopefully, the listeners or the viewers out there, it can be brands or just anyone who um, is trying to be different or trying to change something and hopefully this somehow answer or give you um, really good insight on how you can take the next step so thank you and have a great great day thank you for joining us we hope the power of swapping has empowered you to take a step farther towards a more sustainable lifestyle and if you enjoyed the podcast make sure to subscribe share it with your friends, and even give us a topic that you would want us to cover next. Thanks for listening. Stay fashionably sustainable.